What's up? It's Wildcat Minute. We're back with Minute 2. Wildcats everywhere. Throw your hands up in the air. Get ready for this episode of a podcast. We are the Amateur Nerds. Bringing to you minute-by-minute analysis of your favorite Disney Channel original movie, High School Musical, as it were. Indeed. There, we introduced the show and what it was. Wow! We're so good at hosting a podcast. It's only taken 103 episodes. We're amazing. (laughs) So, I am Condra. And I'm Tyler. And we're going to be talking Minute 2 today. Minute 2 of High School Musical, which begins and ends where? It begins with Mrs. Bolton reminding them about the party. (laughs) And ends with, not bad for a couple of snowboarders. Not bad for a couple of snowboarders. I love that guy. We'll get to him. Yeah, Minute 2, Condra. It's happening. We can kind of just jump in. Last last episode, we had more like introductory stuff. But Big now we can stuff. just kind of like talk about the movie. The, the minute. The minute, yeah. So Mrs. Bolton reminding them, obviously, like Gabriella's mom in the last minute, she has yeah. obviously talked to both her husband and her son about this party before. Yeah. And she's like, guys, the party. <laughs> and Mr. Bolton's like, party. Right. <laughs> New <He's> Year's like- <laughs> Eve. <laughs> Yeah, he does. A, he does a crunk. He's like, right, the party, the party for Cusco, Cusco's party. Oh, you're just gonna be getting all the Patrick Warburton in this episode. Yeah, I didn't do the Patrick Warburton voice for that. No, I, I was letting you off easy. Thank you, thank you. So yeah, she's like in this fun green getup, and she's got this green like. Sh- yeah, she's got like a like a scarf shawl, shawl type thing. Yeah, with and a bunch she's of like tassels around. She's like, it's a party. You gotta. Dance? <laughs> That's one way to dance is just to have a shawl and spin around. Yeah, but she, I mean, it's appropriate because she's in a dance studio. Yeah. And she says, Troy, there's a there's a kid's party in the freestyle club. And he's like, Mom, a kid's party? <laughs> she's like, well, young adult. <laughs> uh, you'll always be my child, even when you're not. I don't know who's more patronizing, Gabriella's mom for calling it a teen party. Because <laughs> I still think teen party sounds weird. <laughs> I, I guess it's better. It's better than young adults. Yeah, I, I think I think Gabriella's mom is the better name for the party. The freestyle club. What do they do in there? There's a foos, uh, not a foosball table. Is yeah, it foosball? foosball. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, the f- opening shot in this minute of the party is kind of just a foosball table, and we still get the crowd of kids standing around. What's the freestyle club's vibe when it's not hosting a party? I don't know. At, at this ski resort. I wonder if saying. it's like like a multi-purpose space that's kind of like a lounge where they've got maybe a pool table, they've got a foosball table. It's kind of like an arcade, not a full arcade, but like less of a like a snow lounge where you do like get cocoa and there's a bar or whatever. Yeah, that's more where Gabriella was in the previous scene. Yeah, this is just like another this kind of This is more chills. of an event space, but with stuff in it and not just like an empty room. I would imagine the adult party is in the like the empty ball room, room, ballroom type yeah. place. And the, the kids party is in like the, oh, well, we move the tables around. There's enough There's enough space for stuff to happen. Yeah, there's like a but lot of chairs There's probably and like seating. pillars and stuff around. Yeah. Yeah, it, there's a lot of like chairs and it's like there's like yeah. those kind of like function hall tables where it's like a table with a bunch of little chairs around it. But then there's also like the lounge chairs like Gabriella had been sitting in before. Yeah. And she's... we're smart. I think we, we cracked the case here. We, we, we know our ski lodges. Have you ever gone skiing? Nope. Nope. Although speaking of the ski lodge, uh, Troy's mom does say that they flew out for this vacation. So is this just a common thing that like rich people do? I mean, yes, the rich people do. Uh, well, one, where did they fly to? Did Probably they, like Utah or Colorado. They, yeah, they probably flew to Colorado. I guess 
I was under the assumption that, like, everyone from their high school was at this ski lodge. But I guess it's just a generic ski lodge. Yeah. And that Troy and Gabriella both happened to be here. So it is more of the Greece standard of, like, oh, these two people met before school and now they're going to get back to school. They're going to be, like, have crushes on each other but in two different worlds and they're not going to be able to put it together. Just a reminder, I haven't seen this movie. <laughs> well, you're covering it up pretty well. <laughs> So yeah, no, it really does have that vibe that they're they're meeting. But what are the chances that you fly to Colorado or Utah or wherever this takes place, or to New England? Who knows? It's not I, New England. <laughs> I wasn't under the impression that Gabriella was like wealthy. Her like that her she seems she seems more the the stereotype that she's like oh she's like down on her luck. Not that they're poor, but they're like not as rich as like everyone else, and that that would part be part of the reason why. She gets looked down upon by Sharpay. Like, a subtle reason. Do you want this answered? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it is a middle class thing that it is, a, like, it is staunchly middle class to be able to go to a ski lodge uh, yeah. to have a she's, summer home. She's a single mother. Yeah. So she's living in a single parent home. Yeah. And they move quite a bit. Yeah. So. Okay. That's all I'll give you now. So maybe this is, like, their one treat that they've had yeah. for a while. Okay. But, yeah, I was like, like... It is like a weird posturing, like, oh, this, like, this character, these characters are like rich enough to be able to go on ski trips. Okay, so relatable. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of funny that, I mean, think about to mid 2000s, like, what was the demographic on TV? It's these upper middle class. Yeah, and that's white, okay. White families. And that's okay. Like, it's just un- not relatable for every family. So, yeah. It's, it's very idealized. I think it, it is one of those, like, oh, I want my high school experience to be like this in many facets. Yeah. Well, and, kids and some of them so is, understated. Kids television is rife with people being slightly more rich than realistically possible, which is fine. Like, yeah. if if every episode of iCarly was about how they were too poor to afford, afford their fancy apartment, it wouldn't be a very good show. I mean, their father's a high-ranking naval officer yeah. or whatever, so yeah. like it makes sense that they have this apartment. That being said, the best t- the best kids TV shows are the ones that do look at it a little bit more realistically. That's where your Hey Arnold's come in. Even Drake and Josh, which is about like a divorced family, like a Brady Bunch situation where they come together. I blanking on Disney shows, but even uh, Sweet Life of Zack and Cody, like definitely, like they're not like rich. They just happen to live in this hotel because the mom's the lounge the lounge singer. Yeah, that's the and only that- reason they live in the hotel and actually tisdale's character is markedly poor. poor yeah and there, there there is stuff there so yeah there are here and there i, I would say but it, it's it's still aspirational because zag and cody live in this fancy hotel yeah uh lizzie mcguire i think does a good job of very like talking about the economics and like being very realistic it's not like she has fancy clothes i would say that being <laughs> hold on and the movie, except the movie <laughs> Not the movie because they're in eighth grade going to Italy on a school trip. It's Which like does no. happen occasionally, but, but not for like a generic. With one chaperone. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Although I did have a friend in college who like went on a trip to like got around to, got Europe. Got mistaken for a pop star. Well, it was no, the whole thing. She was like on a, no, she was on like a school music trip and they like performed at all these like really big venues and stuff. And it's not like she came from a super fancy high school or whatever, but like. Yeah. Something we did not experience. Yeah. So wh- where were we? Oh, the Troy's, lounge. Troy's mom. Troy's mom. Yeah. And she tells him to go shower up, and then he's like, "One more." What? He's like, "Please, please, just one more." And it's it's, it's pretty funny. It's cute. Uh, Zach. And then he just does like a little spinzy move and shoots the basketball. He does the like, same move that he's been doing. And he's like, "Okay, that 
That's oh, good what one does he to end say? on. He says, that's a way to end it. Yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. I guess is a thing you do in, especially basketball, where you're like, oh, you don't want to miss your last shot. But like. I'd even say like, I would always want to end on a strike when I'd be in my pitching practices and yeah. kind of stuff. You want to end on a high note so you feel like you had a, a successful workout. Yeah. But still, it's just like one more. Okay, that's it. All right, we're done basketball. I will say um, when the, the mom comes in, she's like, you, we didn't fly all the way out here just to play bas- more basketball, did we? And then uh, Troy and his dad look at each other and they do the like simultaneous, yeah, it's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, no, they have a funny dynamic there. The dad very much gets to be a kid with his son, which is kind of cute. Yeah. All right. And then we move into the party, into the party, the teen party. Which has Troy comes in from the outside. Yeah, it's hard to know what the what the, <laughs> the setup layout. of the, the the lounge is. Perhaps like from where their room, like their hotel room, is. It's easier. That's for a more them. efficient way to go. Or maybe he's awkward and he like wanted to come in a back way or something. Yeah, yeah, that could be it. He definitely like for as athletic as he is, he's not necessarily like socially. He, Confident. he yeah, he's in the spotlight, but he's not. He's not the I am the everyone. That's Sharpay. Yeah. Well, he likes to have his head in the game and... His heart in the song. Sorry. <laughs> and that means he's like usually too like laser-focused to concentrate on whatever else is going on. Exactly. So they're walk- he's walking around, seeing people play foosball and like chit-chatting and drinking out of solo cups, but presumably <laughs> but, non-alcoholic. But they're, but they're orange sodas and root beers. Yeah. And you hear this music in the background, which I did some digging. Oh, yeah. Well, according to the <laughs> subtitles, it's music playing on jukebox, but we later learn that that's not so true. Yeah. So there are two karaoke performers singing. It's Let's called... hear it for a couple of snowboarders. <laughs> it's uh, called I Wanna Be Your Everything. It's not a real song for all the digging I could do. All right. But you do have the lyrics. I do have the lyrics that are present in the scene. Okay. So they are, I want to be your everything, baby. Leave a shining star. Together we can free the angry sea, no matter where we are. I want to be your everything, baby. Keep me in your heart. That's cute enough, you know. It's very, yeah, it's... it's For, I, for just uh, diegetic high, music, like, it's yeah, fine. High school appropriate <laughs> karaoke-ing. Yeah, it's fine. Well, what's weird is that, like, it has to be a generic song. Yeah. They're not going to pay for the rights to something for a TV movie. Yeah, but also, like, we go into this teen party, and, like, one, karaoke is, like, a little weird to have at, like, a New Year's party for, like, teens. Mm. Especially for it to be, like, the center of the party. Yeah, center of the party, I think, is weird. an activity. Yeah. But. Like a photo booth. Yeah. So, and so, yeah, the, and the, the idea that they're singing this kind of just generic duet ballad and not some, like, pop hit of the day Trying is, to like... think what would be a good scare boy? No, I'm, like, have also having two parts to it. Like, that really narrows down they your... They gotta work on their harmonies. Yeah. Well, it just having two parts and intentionally male-female, like... Yeah. Well, you gotta set up for something, I guess. Uh, I wouldn't know. I don't know. We've never been to a ski lodge. So... They are singing, Troy is walking around, kind of looking at people, and then from the other, what seems to be the other side of the room, unclear, Gabriella kind of walks in, walks through some crowd, some teen in an oversized cowboy hat. Howdy, ma'am. <laughs> tips the hat, fedora style, uh, which is weird. She kind of giggles. She's a little uncomfortable. She's like <laughs> clutching her book. But she's got, yeah, she's classic, she's classic nerd pose. And like, oh, I got my book. Her like shoulders are like very... 
tense and like in. I mean, if she doesn't want to be at this party and she's not super socially outgoing, it would make sense like yeah. to be a very apprehensive. Like I know no one in this room right now. I wouldn't have gone. Like forget yeah. that. Well, I guess the idea at like a ski lodge type party is like you don't know anyone there, but no one knows anyone there. So you're everyone's kind of forced to be in this interesting situation which is maybe why karaoke is so important because it's forcing people to sing together yeah who knows maybe she'll meet a man and then never see him again who knows (laughs) but these two snowboarders they've met each other one of them is decidedly like 30 years old. Yeah, the uh, the snowboard singers, we get like a brief shot of them. And like, if you pause it, you're like, okay, I, I see how she is a teen when she's far away. But if you look at her for any more than three seconds, you're not pulling off teen. Get out of the young adult. Par- get out of the, you're not welcome in the freestyle club, lady. Go to the, go to the adult party. Yeah. And even the MC. Or do you think she was like a chaperone who's like got pulled into it? She's like, um, we need someone to sing in this song, and she's like, uh, I guess I'll I'll do it. And she has to sing this romantic song with a fifteen-year-old. You'll find out that's not how they select the the people. Um, it's not volunteer-based by any means. But and so yeah, Gabriella kind of just brings her book in sits down in the first chair she sees and sits down and starts reading again relatable yeah which is fair so that's kind of the minute we've covered everything how about that for a couple of snow but we need to talk about troy's outfit oh blazer white button down but like the top like the top button is like undone so it's like a little like casual casual he definitely looks like he's not good at dressing up like like he tried but this is just not working also like did he bring nice clothes? Like, would you have brought nice clothes to a ski lodge? Like, I guess yeah, when you we... want to bring nice clothes because if it's a fancy ski lodge, they might have like not a not a steakhouse, but like a like a like a nice little restaurant that you like dress up a little for. And yeah, so he's def- I mean, he brought a blazer. Yeah, but the shirt is definitely like mid two thousands nice shirt. Yeah, well, he's a he's a sixteen year old or whatever. Yeah. How old are they supposed to be in this? Uh, they're juniors. They're juniors. Cool. Because I know in the in the High School Musical 3, they graduate. Correct. And the High School Musical 2 takes place the summer in between. Correct. So. They're juniors. So they're 16 or 17. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I mean, for a 16-year-old, you're like, okay, yeah, that's whatever shirt he has. It probably doesn't fit him quite right. So whatever, it's fine. He, yeah. He's still growing. Yeah. He's a growing He's boy. He's a growing boy. Um. <laughs> Just make the same reference. I don't know. That's not even a reference. It's not even a That's just something people say. Yeah. He's a growing boy. So we've talked about the minute. What are we doing now, Ty? Yes. Now is time for our even numbered segment, even numbered episode segment, uh, decom of the week, as it were. When school calms down just a little, we're going to be going to two two episodes a week. So this will make sense in the future. Yeah. Uh, so I have prepared the first Disney Channel original movie, or as it was called back then, because they weren't always called Disney Channel original movies. Back in my day. Uh, Disney Channel premiere film Ooh. from 1983. This 1983? Yeah. Okay. All right. That makes sense, because Disney Channel opened in 1982 as yeah. a pay for channel. Like a cable channel. Yeah, it was a cable channel, 24 or not even 24 hours. It was like 14 hours or of content today. I'm blanking, but at some point they were renamed Disney Channel Original Movies in like the 90s. Yeah. Yeah, um, when they became t- a 24-hour channel. I think that's when it changed. Okay. So this is Tiger Town. Based on just the title, what would you say it's about? Tiger Town. All right. 1980s Disney Tiger Town. 
I am going to say this is about a young boy who doesn't quite fit in. And he's just not quite at home. He doesn't get along with his dad all that well. And they live somewhere... Are they traveling? I don't know. They like no. I'm trying to <laughs> figure. Then you know how it feels. <laughs> trying to figure out this tiger thing. Um, well, no, I'm trying not it to. I'm trying for it not to be two brothers. That like is that Kirsty McCulloch? I don't know what you're talking. I don't about. know. There's a movie about two boys with a tiger cub, and they like grow up with it. And I'm trying it to not be that film. Um, it's not the Tiger King either. It's not the Tiger. If we're King. being topical. Well, relevant can date when we recorded this hey speaking of when we're recording it today's wes anderson's birthday so if you haven't gone back and listened to fantastic mr fox minute scroll back in the amateur nerds feed give that a listen season one so his dad is like this overworking zoo keeper and (laughs) (laughs) he discovers this like tiger that's been kind of ignored and he he befriends the tiger and he it's basically a horse girl movie but a boy with his tiger okay but not life of pi not life of pi you're you're slightly wrong darn i'll give you i'll give you i'll give you a hint it's about the detroit tigers oh (laughs) okay nope um oh because it's tiger town that's right because it's not tiger boy I, i i heard boy in my head it's Angels in the Outfield, but about the Detroit Tigers. Pretty much. <laughs> yes! <laughs> um, okay. 1983. Won an award for cable excellence for best dramatic film. Ooh! Um, written and directed by Alan Shapiro. Don't know who that is. I don't either. He didn't have a Wikipedia page. Cool. Not Alan Shepard, the astronaut? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Alan Shepard, pioneer in space, goes to direct the first Disney Channel um, movie. Uh, okay, uh, stars Roy Scheider as aging baseball player Billy Young. Do you know who Roy Scheider is? I do not. He's he's in one of the most famous movies of all time, Jaws. Well, He's the police chief in Jaws. Oh, he's Brody? Yeah. Okay. All right, then I do know who he is. Uh, I just didn't know his name. And it stars Justin Henry as a young boy. Uh, Justin Henry, as far as my research brought up, is the kid from Kramer vs. Kramer. I haven't seen that movie. Okay, well, it's... Uh, is I know Meryl Streep and the other Billy guy. Crystal? No. No. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> um, I know. I've heard of the movie. I've just and never seen it. And it's a divorce movie. Yeah, yeah it's a, a divorce kid. movie. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah. So, that kid and Roy Schneider. Weird, like, post, like, people from the 70s. <laughs> people from famous 70s dramas now doing a Disney Channel movie because you got to get paid. Yep. Um, got to make that dough. And so, yeah, so Roy Schneider is aging ball player and Justin Henry is a little kid that loves the Tigers. So um, what happens is, so Roy Schneider's retiring this year and he's Mm -hmm. having a bad year and the kid's dad dies, but he tells him that if you believe in something, then it'll work out. And so uh, the kid really believes in Billy Young, Roy Schneider's character, and he makes a vow to go to every home game for the Detroit Tigers. I, I don't if he's an orphan or something. I don't know how he's affording to go all, all these games. Games weren't as expensive back then. <laughs> and it's not like he has to have a good season. So or something like bleachers. something like uh, he like closes his eyes and which is really hard and like the the guy hits a home run wow. and then like they start doing really good um, and then they have like a chance to make it to the pennant and because all all Roy Schneider wants to do is make it to the World Series before he retires and so like I guess things happen in general. Mm-hmm. Over the course of the movie, the big climax is that, like, he's about to go to the last game of the year and, like, some bullies, like, take his ticket 
and then the principal's like, no, you you go. He likes, and then Sneaks he likes him in. Uh, well, school gets out early that day or whatever. And then he like has to like go on like a, like some like he has to like borrow a bicycle and like get to the stadium as fast as possible. And, like right when he gets there, once right when he gets to the front row, the 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 guy hits a home run. Like yay! I don't. It's unclear whether or not the characters ever meet. I don't remember. <laughs> I guess they must. Or maybe I mean, there's like a scene, like one scene where they meet. But yeah, that's Tiger Town. How does that? How does that make sense for your first? Disney Channel premiere movie. It's not on. It's not on Disney Plus. I highly so we can't. We can't watch it. Yeah, I mean, I doubt it's really recognized by Disney more widely. Like, it's not going to be a big. It's film. a sports movie. Yeah, and that's about it. Yeah, they. I would say a lot. There are a bunch of sport decoms in the beginning. Yeah, like, and I guess the thing for this one is that like it was all shot like in Detroit and like with in the Detroit Stadium. That's like, cool. That's kind of it. Yeah. I mean, when did Angels in the Outfield come out? In the early 90s. Okay. young Joseph Gordon-Levitt in there. Christopher Lloyd. That's right. 94. Um, Remake of the... 94. Remake of the 1951 film, though. So Angels in the Outfield that already been in existence. Yeah. But that kind of thing where, like, if you believe in yourself, and then it could happen. Yeah, I mean... So, yeah, that's the decom of the week. (laughs) Cool. Uh, We're going to keep doing this every even... Yep. minute we'll alternate although i liked i liked the power of you not knowing what it was <laughs> there are gonna be a bunch of them i do know though because i have seen a lot of them because yeah of... well i just won't choose the ones that you've seen how will you know <laughs> sorry i could do more recent ones too i <laughs> will not confirm or deny how much trash i am on this episode all right yeah so, so... let's wrap it up yeah in minute two we get some some bants Continued character moments. Yep. Starting to understand who these people are. Who these people are, yeah. Troy is a basketball boy. Gabriella likes books. She's a nerd who's shy and uncomfortable. Oh, no. But, yeah. Same. (laughs) So, this will be... So, yeah. um, Where can people find us? On the internet. On the internet. They can find us on the Twitter, at Amateur Nerds. Yes. That's where you're going to get your regular updates about podcast episodes and if we guest on other people's podcasts yeah all of our lives yeah and you can follow our podcast me, life you can follow me on twitter at tyler booty t-y-l-e-r-b-o-u-d-y for some jokes and you can email us at amateur nerds present at gmail.com yeah if you want to check out our theme music by joe winslow well i not not check out the theme music if you want to check out the composer of our theme music joe winslow you can go to joewinslowmusic.com uh, if you want some if you want some lessons or some compositions um and our uh logo design is by theo golden at t golden art on instagram all right that's it i've been Condra, and i've been tyler and we'll see you next week you can bet on it i did a little point with my finger there <laughs>